to Move Forth with Grace. I'm so glad you're here to immerse yourself into God's Word and to open your heart to His lessons today so that the wisdom of God can move through you and into the lives of those around you and continue in generations to come. Welcome, welcome. Today's podcast is brought to you by Never Bands. These are medical freedom bracelets I created for adults and children. I teamed with a medical ID jewelry company in Texas so that you can equip yourself and your family against the unethical enforcement of the experimental COVID-19 injection and any future injections that might come our way, no matter what situation you find yourselves in. By wearing these, we can band together to preserve our medical freedom. Get yours today at www.neverbands.shop. It is also brought to you by the Move Forth brand. On my website, you can find tips on freedom, health, and grace and merchandise for you and your family. You can also find out a little bit more about me and how I might be helpful for you and your family as well. My website is www.move-forth.com. I'm reading from the Founders Bible. It is a New American Standard Bible that does include historical documents from the Founders era. Truly is a treasure for your home. I highly recommend one, and you can find one at www.foundersbible.com. I'm also following the five-day Bible reading plan. And you can download and print a copy if you'd like to follow along at www.5daybiblereading.com. All right. Well, today is day 163. And if this is your first time here on the podcast, we are reading the Bible in a year. And I want to welcome you. I'm so glad that you just decided to click on this episode today to join in. You can absolutely continue from this episode to the end and pick up on all the episodes before this one to finish out your Bible in a year experience, or you can absolutely just stop this episode right here and go to the day one episode and let today be your day one in reading the Bible in a year. Either way, it's just wonderful to have you here. If you've been here since the first day, I'm so glad that you are with me here, that we are doing this together. I hope that this experience in reading the Bible in a year has been as transformative for you as it has been for me. I know that everybody's different and we all take in different things and and God created us that way and designed us that way and thank you, Lord, right? So whatever you are taking with you, I hope that it is absolutely changing your life. All right, so today we are going to be reading Isaiah 4 through 6 and Matthew 23. Isaiah chapter 4, a remnant prepared. For seven women will take hold of man in that day, saying, We will eat our own bread and wear our own clothes, only let us be called by your name. Take away our reproach. In that day, the branch of the Lord will be beautiful and glorious, and the fruit of the earth will be the pride and the adornment of the survivors of Israel. It will come about that he who is left in Zion and remains in Jerusalem will be called holy, everyone who is recorded for life in Jerusalem. When the Lord has washed away the filth of the daughters of Zion and purged the bloodshed of Jerusalem from her midst by the spirit of judgment and the spirit of burning, then the Lord will create over the whole area of Mount Zion and over her assemblies a cloud by a day, even smoke, and the brightness of a flaming fire by night, for over all the glory will be a canopy. There will be a shelter to give shade from the heat by day and refuge and protection from the storm and the rain. Parable of the Vineyard Chapter 5. Let me sing now for my, well-beloved, for my well-beloved a song of my beloved concerning his vineyard. 
My well-beloved had a vineyard on a fertile hill. He dug it all around, removed its stones, and planted it with the choicest wine. And he built a tower in the middle of it, and also hewed out a wine vat in it. Then he expected it to produce good grapes, but it produced only worthless ones. And now, O inhabitants of Jerusalem and men of Judah, judge between me and my vineyard. What more was there to do for my vineyard that I have not done with it? Why, when I expected it to produce good grapes, did it produce worthless ones? So now let me tell you what I am going to do to my vineyard. I will remove its hedge, and it will be consumed. I will break down its wall, and it will become trampled ground. I will lay it waste. I will not, it will not be pruned or hoed, but briars and thorns will come up. It will also charge the clouds to rain, no rain on it. For the vineyard of the Lord of hosts is the house of Israel, and the men of Judah his delightful plant. Thus... He looked for justice, but behold, bloodshed, for righteousness, but behold, a cry of distress. Woes for the wicked. Woe to those who add house to house and join field to field, until there is no more room, so that you have to live alone in the midst of the land. In my ears the Lord of hosts has sworn, surely many houses shall become desolate, even great and fine ones without occupants. For ten acres of vineyard will yield only one bath of wine, and a homer of seed will yield but an ephah of grain. Woe to those who rise early in the morning, that they may pursue strong, brain, st- strong drink, who stay up late in the evening, that wine may inflame them. Their banquets are in- accompanied by lyre and harp, by tambourine and flute, and by wine. But they do not pay attention to the deeds of the Lord, nor do they consider the work of his hands. Therefore my people go into exile for their lack of knowledge." and their honorable men are famished, and their multitude is parched with thirst. Therefore Sheol has enlarged its throat and opened its mouth without measure, and Jerusalem's splendor, her multitude, her den of revelry, and the jubilant within her descend into it. So the common man will be humbled, and the man of importance abased. The eyes of the proud also will be abased. But the Lord of hosts will be exalted in judgment, and the holy God will show himself holy in righteousness." Then the lambs will graze as in their pasture, and strangers will eat in the waste places of the wealthy. Woe to those who drag iniquity with the cords of falsehood, and sin as if with cart ropes, who say, Let him make speed, let him hasten his work, that we may see it, and let the purpose of the Holy One of Israel draw near, and come to pass that we may know it. Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who substitute darkness for light, and light for darkness, who substitute bitter for sweet, and sweet for bitter. Woe to those who are wise in their own eyes, and clever in their own sight. Woe to those who are heroes in drinking wine, and valiant men in mixing strong drink, who justify the wicked for a bribe, and take away the rights of the ones who are in the right. Therefore, as a tongue of fire consumes stubble, and dry grass collapses into the flame, so their root will become like rot, and their blossom blow away as dust, as they have rejected the law of the Lord of hosts, and despised the word of the Holy One of Israel. On this account, the anger of the Lord has burned against his people, and he has stretched out his hand against them and struck them down. And the mountains quaked, and their corpses lay like refuse in the middle of the streets. For all this his anger is not spent, but his hand is still stretched out, he will also lift up a standard to the distant nation, and will whistle for it from the ends of the earth. And behold, it will come with speed swiftly. No one in it 
is weary of stumbles. None slumbers or sleeps, nor is it the belt at its waist undone, nor its sandal strap broken. Its arrows are sharp and all its bows are bent. The hoofs of its horses seem like flint and its chariot wheels like a whirlwind. Its roaring is like a lioness and it roars like young lions. It growls as it seizes the prey and carries it off with no one to deliver it. And it will growl over it in that day like the roaring of the sea. If one looks to the land, behold, there is darkness and distress. Even the light is darkened by its clouds. Isaiah's Vision, Chapter 6 In the year of King Uzziah's death, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne, lofty and exalted, with the train of his robe filling the temple. Seraphim stood above him, each having six wings, with two, with two he covered his face, and with two he covered his feet, and with two he flew. And one called out to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the foundations of the thresholds trembled at the voice of him who called out while the temple was filling with smoke. Then I said, Woe is me, for I am ruined, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among a, a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Then one of the seraphim flew to me with a burning coal in his hand, which he had taken from the altar with tongs. He touched my mouth with it and said, Behold, this has touched your lips, and your iniquity is taken away, and your sin is forgiven. Isaiah's Commission Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? Then I said, Here am I, send me. He said, Go and tell this people, Keep on listening, but do not perceive. Keep on looking, but do not understand. Render the hearts of this people insensitive, their ears dull and their eyes dim. Otherwise, they might see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their hearts, and return and be healed. Then I said, Lord, how long? And he answered, until cities are devastated and without inhabitant. Houses are without people, and the land is utterly desolate. The Lord has removed men far away, and the forsaken places are many in the midst of the land. Yet there will be a tenth portion in it, and it will again be subject to burning like a terebinth or an oak, whose stump remains when it is felled. The holy seed is its stump. Matthew chapter 23, Pharisaism exposed. Then Jesus spoke to the crowds and to his disciples, saying, The scribes and the Pharisees have seated themselves in the chair of Moses. Therefore, all that they tell you, do and observe, but do not do according to their deeds. For they say things and do not do them. They tie up heavy burdens and lay them on men's shoulders, but they themselves are unwilling to move them with so much as a finger. But they do all their deeds to be noticed by men. For they broaden their phylacteries and strengthen the tassels of their garments. The love they love the place of honor at banquets and chief and the chief seats in the synagogues and respectful greetings in the marketplaces and being called rabbi by men. But do not be called rabbi. The one is your teacher, and you are all brothers. Do not call anyone on earth your father, for one is your father, for who is in heaven. Do not be called leaders, for one is your leader, that is Christ. But the greatest among you shall be your servant. 
Whoever exalts himself shall be humbled, and whoever humbles himself shall be exalted. Eight woes. But woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, because you shut off the kingdom of heaven from people. For you do not enter in yourselves, nor do you allow those who are entering to go in. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, because you devour widows' houses, and for a pretense you make long prayers. Therefore you will receive greater condemnation. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, because you travel around on sea and land to make one proselyte, and when he becomes one, you make him twice as much a son of hell as yourselves. Woe to you, blind guides, who say, Whoever swears by the temple, that is nothing, but whoever swears by the gold of the temple is obligated. You fools and blind men, which is more important, the gold or the temple that sanctified the gold? And whoever swears by the altar, that is nothing, but whoever swears by the offering on it, he is obligated. You blind men, which is more important, the offspring or the altar that sanctifies the offspring? Therefore, whoever swears by the altar, swears both by the altar and by everything on it. And whoever swears by the temple, swears both by the temple and by him who dwells within it. And whoever swears by heaven, swears both by the throne of God and by him who sits upon it. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you tithe mint and dill and cumin and have neglected the weightier provisions of the law, justice and mercy and faithfulness. But these are the things you should have done without neglecting the others. You blind guides who strain, who strain out a gnat and swallow a camel. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you clean the outside of the cup and of the dish, but inside they are full of robbery and self-indulgence. You blind Pharisee, first clean the inside of the cup and of the dish, so that the outside of it may become clean also. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you are like whitewashed tombs, which on the outside appear beautiful, but inside they are full of dead men's bones and uncleanness. So you too outwardly appear righteous to men, but inwardly you are full of hypocrisy and lawlessness. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you build the tombs of the prophets and adorn the monuments of the righteous and say, If we had been living in the days of our fathers, we would not have been partners with them in shedding the blood of the prophets. So you testify against yourselves that you were sons of those who murdered the prophets. Fill up, then, the measure of the guilt of your fathers. You serpents, you brood of vipers, how will you escape the sentence of hell? Therefore, behold, I am sending you prophets and wise men and scribes. Some of them will kill and crucify, and some of them some of them you will kill and crucify, and some of them you will scourge in your synagogues and persecute from city to city, so that upon you may fall the guilt of all the righteous blood shed on earth from the blood of righteous Abel to the blood of Zechariah, the son of Berechiah, whom you murdered between the temple and the altar. Truly, I say to you, all these things will come upon this generation. Lament over Jerusalem. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, who kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to her. How often I wanted to gather your children together the way a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, and you were unwilling. Behold, your house is being left to you desolate. For I say to you from now on, you will not see me until you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. 
those are our readings today. Jesus had lots to say, didn't he, about the scribes and Pharisees. And Isaiah, of course, talking about woes for the wicked. Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who substitute darkness for light and light for darkness. Maybe you've heard that one recently. It can apply to goings-on of the world today, for sure. Um, things are being confused and changed, and definitions are being changed from ones that have been um, <laughs> from words and that have been defined for uh, centuries. <laughs> it's kind of a crazy time, isn't it? It's it can be very confusing, but let's just remember, um, it's woe to those who who are doing these things, who are substituting or calling evil good and good evil. Woe to those. It can, we can take pause definitely on that for sure and make sure that we are not one of those where woe <laughs> will be placed on. But this is a very powerful um, chapter in Matthew, um, and Jesus is very clear, very clear about how they were doing things um, what they were taking from people, what they weren't uh, doing, how they weren't practicing the laws for themselves. So definitely wouldn't want to wouldn't want to have been on the other side of that conversation, right? Definitely wouldn't want to wouldn't want to have been a Pharisee or a scribe back then. You know, could have been a could have been a pretty bad day. All right, let's go ahead and say our prayer. Dear Lord, thank you for the warnings that we receive from prophets and from Jesus, of course. Thank you for these so that we can learn what to do and what not to do. It's so important and it's, it's so life-giving when we understand it, when we practice it. And then when, if we forget, we come back to it and review it and come back to you uh, for forgiveness and repentance and start back over. Thank you for providing that for us to make it very clear what it is that you expect your people to do, all of your people, all of your people to do. All of your people. Thank you for letting us be a part of your people through Jesus. We joined your people of Israel, your chosen of Israel, and the people of Jesus. We're all together. We are all your people, and thank you for that opportunity. And thank you for the answers and how we can walk a righteous path. I say this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, that concludes our episode for today. Thank you so much for being here. And please continue to share this with people in your life. It's so important that we form our relationship with God our Father. And the way to do that is to get to know His Son, Jesus. And the good news, we must share it. I look forward to being with you in the next episode. Take care.